Hello and welcome to live post-match reaction to the Blues versus the Sharks. And the Sharks won, won this one an amazing 40 points to 63, over 100 points in this game. Um, and it was six tries each. So even though the score was a big, a big difference, the number of tries was actually the same. And that'll be one of the key talking points probably now. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, a podcast, YouTube channel, Twitter account and website bringing you the best in rugby predictions and opinion. And this evening, joining me for his first time is David. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Paul. How's it going? Good, thank you. Good. So, early on, um, the Sharks just couldn't really uh, win any of the kickoffs, kept making mistakes, but being let off the hook by the Blues, making more mistakes, really. Yeah, it was a, um, a bit of a weird kind of first uh, 20 minutes. Um, it's strange because the, the Sharks just looked like they had looked against the Reds uh, very early on and the Blues looked like they'd looked all season. So, um, yeah, it was uh, not looking like it was going to be a 100-point game, put it that way. No, no. And in those first 20 minutes, it ended up being 13-0 uh, uh, because the... Um, the Sharks did something that we've not seen ha happen recently, which is they were kicking threes and taking uh, taking all their opportunities to score points. Yeah, funny funny you should mention that. Um, we'll get to that later, I guess. But um, I, I thought at the time, like, oh, what a novel approach, actually uh, taking uh, the three points. Um, considering uh, the Blues in the first five minutes, I think they turned down at least one. But they're in, in the first five minutes of that game, they're in the Sharks 22 twice. Um, and came away with no points. Um, it, it was just strange. And then, you know, Sharks up 13-0. And uh, you just, I, I still struggled to see other teams consistently kicking for touch in that situation. Yep. And I, I mean, they, they, the, the, yeah, the key thing there was every time the Sharks went into the, uh, the Blues 22, they came away with points. Um, and, and that went through the whole game. I mean, you could probably, I mean, I, I've lost count. I can't really count how many times the Blues, how many times the Sharks scored points. But my guess is that probably only about two or three times did they go in the 22 and not score points. Mm -hmm. 18 points. Um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, massive, massive uh, uh, driver of the game than winning is um, just taking those three when they could. They did. Um, and then the uh, then the, the Blues hit back with, um, with an amazing uh, try, uh, one of the sort of tries the season kind of style of mm. wonderful offloading, uh, lovely running lines, etc. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was a, a great, um, a lovely try by the Blues. They actually suddenly the the offloads clicked and the the players were right where, where they're supposed to be. Yeah, very much against the run of play. Um, but I thought, um, yeah, one of those spectacular Blues tries, which we know they're capable of. Um, and uh, you thought, okay, you know, now it's game on. Um, and uh, then it's, uh, I think around the uh, the 20 minute mark, they just, uh, the aggression and the, the they had a, they, I wrote down, they went to Jake the Mus mode. They just really started going at it. Um, and it was quite different from that first kind of 20 minutes of the game where they were barely walking back uh, when they were retreating. So they something clicked um, for the Blues and um, you felt like, um, you know, here we go. Um, it's usually this happens for them at half time and they've done it 20 minutes early. Well, yes. And they, the, um, but they were giving up penalties. And one of the things we saw... Um, on Friday night between the Chiefs and the Highlanders, we only saw penalties that were penal that were um, by the defending team. Whereas we were seeing the Blues go up attacking penalties as well in this one. So they were just turning the ball over and just not getting continuity uh, and giving the, the, the Sharks just too many opportunities. 
Mm, absolutely. Yeah. The, so they, they, they kept on, I say, as we said, they, they kept on giving, uh, kicking the blues, as I say, gave up another penalty for um, offside. And that was on 24 minutes, four penalties, three of which have been kicked for points. So <laughs> not only were they giving up penalties, but they were giving up penalties in the wrong part of the pitch. Mm, um, mm. We then saw Akiriwani do what he's great at, which was strip the ball from the back of a ruck and beat the four players to go around the outside. Unfortunately, just getting his foot in touch. So, so missing out on the try there, uh, which I think that that was one of the key moments that, that could have changed this game. If he'd got in, if the Blues had actually scored from that line out where they'd kicked the corner, then they would have been uh, they would have been in it. As it was, the, the um, they made that error, followed by giving up penalties and. Suddenly, the, uh, the the Sharks in the other half, poor tackling, um, saw a try straight under the sticks. And uh, at 7.23, after just over half an hour, uh, it was look at, the writing was on the wall at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, Akira only had a you know, pretty uh, first, uh, I guess, 60 minutes of that game. Just amazing, um, playing the role of kind of three players. But um, even he can only do so much. And, you know, how many players did he beat off the back of that scrum? Six players or something ridiculous. Um, but at the end of the day, he's, he's not he's not a lamb or a or an arso or a or a net Naholo to get into that you know half a meter and gap of, of the wing he's not a winger um and he needed someone there um and they just weren't there there wasn't any urgency so um yeah agree C- key moment um and he'd done all the hard work um and there was just uh, he needed he needed some some support from his team um yeah, that's throughout throughout yeah. the whole game you're right well this scrum not not alliance so i got myself mixed up and have no have all the backs on the right hand side, no one on the blind side at all. Where the scrum's gone sideways, created a large blind side. No one mm. awake enough to run round was, yeah, disappointing. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's not 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 clever running. Yeah, but big big running. moment in, big moment in the game. Completely agree. It was, um, and then the, 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 my note down here after that um, after that trial was the Blues not going through the phases, um, and that was the problem. They were. They were do a couple of phases, then try and grub it through or kick it or turn it over. I, I can only remember once in the, in the whole of that first half where they actually went through phases and, and built up pressure. They just, they just weren't trying to play sensible rugby. Yeah, and I think I think the uh, you know those those halftime kind of coach interviews are always a little bit um, you know usual usual stuff. But they did talk about patience, and there was no patience. You know, they, if they weren't breaking the line within the first couple of phases, they were they were trying something else. It's like you know just holding to the ball, and that's I think what the Sharks did successfully all game. Um, you know, putting aside that the Blues' defence at times was just um, uh, awful. Um, you know, they did hold on to the ball at the key moments, and then made the breaks. Uh, rather than uh, trying to make the breaks, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And to me, though, there was, I mean, we're gonna, obviously, the difference between these one between these two sides was kicks and, and was taking and, and was taking those points. But I personally, I thought at 26-7 up, um, just before half-time, having a scrum penalty, I'd have gone for the corner and tried to kill the game off at that point. But they didn't. They still kept on kicking sticks. Mm, yeah. Well, and uh, I think, I think even at 26-7, you're not necessarily going to write the Blues off at home or a, I guess more uh, more so a New Zealand team at home. It's not a big enough margin. Um, despite the Sharks' kind of record, um, which is now I think the the most successful record against a uh, at uh, Eden Park uh, for a, uh, for uh, a no. non-New Zealand side. Oh, there's one other now? No, 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 it's not that. Uh, the But the, the Sharks, their the last few wins have been on the North Shore. 
Oh, right. Okay. So they've, right. they've actually not been at. So, whilst. So it's just, just against the, the Blues, not in Eden Park. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So the Blues have won their last 10 at Eden Park um, against overseas opposition. Um, but the Sharks have, uh, um, yeah, say, so have won at. Uh, uh, have won on the North Shore, um, which is a separate discussion for another day. But I think the North Shore should be the, Sharks, should be the Blues' home. It's, it's much correcter size stadium for them. Anyway, um, that's a, a different, uh, a slight, or well, a massive tangent. Um, so yeah, well maybe I, I see where you're coming from. That it's not a big enough margin. I would have, but I, I would have preferred them to, to have gone for the corner there and gone up, sort of tried to go in at seven thirty rather than seven twenty six at half time, mm-hmm. um, and we'll probably get onto this later. Uh, well, actually, I'll probably talk about this now. They, they carried on kicking all the way through that second half, uh, and I think there were definitely times where they should have started kicking to the corner because they could have got the try bonus point. Uh, true. And, and I actually thought about that rather than uh, just adding three extras. It's true. I mean, but as that shark side, you know, you're looking to turn around your season and you're looking at, you've got a tough tour ahead with New Zealand opposition. Um, and you're probably looking at maybe trying to pick off um, the easy beat blues, um, to be honest, out of that New Zealand conference at the moment. Um, do you just really go for that win and hope you pick up a, a bonus point, luckily, or maybe a, a bit of a fluke? Uh, a fluke win um, against another team um, and you come away from that tour of New Zealand with um, probably more than most other teams would um, so uh, yep bonus point good point but um, I think they were just they, they had the right mentality going into this game was just to get that win um, and short of a yellow card which we'll get to I guess in the second half um, they would have got that bonus point easily yeah but the um, when, when the Blues had a yellow card um, so on 70 minutes, they still were kicking penalties. And you're like, the, the Blues are a player down. You're already um, 28 to 43 up. Mm. Go for that corner. Go for the get that. Go for the try bonus point at that point. Um, I think, uh, yeah, personally, I, I disagree. I think there's, there's a, there was a time when um, when the Sharks should have flipped and started going for the for the for the, uh, for the tries. But that's a personal opinion. Yeah, that's true. I'm good. Um, a lot of the things were even in that first half, but the main one that was that was was was, um, was turnovers and penalties. Six penalties to two, turnovers seven to four, and the tackling of the Blues down in the sixty percent mark, and that was really. But they were they had all the go forwards that just it just couldn't put continuity together, which yeah. was the big difference. You know, I think the Sharks had them at the breakdown a bit as well in that first half. Um, you know, it wasn't helped by some, you know, lack of urgency getting to the breakdown, but you know, it, it did feel as though it was. Uh, more so the the Blues defence that let them down uh, more than anything else in that first half. Yeah, and I did notice, and I'll, I'll, I'll put the stats that um, Kano missing four tackles was the uh, biggest culprit um, in this. Yeah, I don't know where he was that game, actually, apart from missing tackles. Um, yeah, it's um, and I guess we'll talk about it later as well, but I'm not sure that the experiments worked with, with the midfield either. Um, you've got... You know, well, I'd say your best player in there at the moment is Akira, but um, where was Rico for most of the game? I just it, it felt as though while he was drawing in, you know, three players a lot of the time, um, uh, he's your best player. He, he's, he's it's it'd be better to have somebody else trying to draw a couple of players in and and give him just a half break rather than him trying to create breaks for people that just aren't going to do anything with the ball. Yeah, it's uh, um, we saw Moala move out to the wing on Nanai's injury. Mm. Uh, and Rico moved out to 13. So he was playing in that. He wasn't playing quite as close uh, as his jersey suggested. Um, whilst um, the whilst the, the commentators seemed to think that Fiani had a good game, um, I was less convinced. 
Uh, some of his kicking was appalling um, and, uh, and, and, a, and a key point during the game. So the Blues had just pulled themselves up, pulled, pulled themselves to 28-26, got themselves in the lead. Um, and then Fiani tries kicking for territory twice um, and fails, basically, giving mm. the Sharks territory and the Sharks come score a try and they never look back from then onwards. But um, we should talk about that, that golden period for the Blues So the, when, when the Sharks lost a man. But it really was because the Sharks were down to 14 that the Blues were able to score. Um, yeah, uh, and I think that uh, any time the the Blues have little peaks in games where they just look unstoppable, that um, and it, it's the age-old problem with the Blues. You know, they can't put that close, even close to 40 minutes, let alone 80 minutes. And for that, uh, it wasn't even a 10-minute period, was it? That they scored three tries. I think it was eight minutes, um, and just sensational. I mean, that that Perifita try was was just ridiculous. It was sublime. He just cut through the entire back line. Um, I, I don't think even anyone got a hand to him. Uh, um, he just ran the perfect line. Um, and and when you consider what I was looking at at halftime and, and how despondent the Blues looked, um, that yellow card was so huge. And um, I can't remember if the Blues actually got back in the lead at that point or they came you know, within a couple of points. Um, but you just thought, you know, this this game is over. The Blues will just, uh, you know, following that, they will just, um, you know, the Sharks were starting to bicker amongst each other um, and you thought they were all good to go. And yes, I, I, I agree with a lot of those points, but the, the first try, Akira Wainigo scores out wide because there's a winger missing. The second True. try, mm. um, Tupolotu, um, hits a gap and then there's no one between him and the try line because the fullback stepped up to cover for the wing. Um, so those first two tries were directly because there was a player off the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'd have to have done some more work to gain those tries. So mm-hmm. um, you, you, uh, the Perifetis try, yes, wonderful. Individual, uh, individual burns. But yeah, the, you know, the, the Blues are momentum players, aren't they? So they, you know, they, you thought that with that kind of, how quickly they came back, that they would, um, you know, you felt that they had momentum to keep going. Um and the, and how despondent the Sharks looked, um, that they'd lost all that hard work from the first 40 minutes. Um, but then, you know, um, the Sharks uh, were not the team that um, got schooled by the Reds the week earlier. You know, they looked a different team. Absolutely. And if they got back to 15, um, I say those two poor kicks by uh, Fiani meant that um, they, got, uh, uh, they, they, they got territory, um, hit the line, released the player, uh, and... Yeah, got back into that bit of physicality that we saw in the first half, offloading, getting getting the hands free, getting the passes away, um, uh, and and score some scored a couple of um, wonderful tries, um, and uh, the which probably sort of pick out. I mean, I'm not sure if there are any, any points you want to make about the following try about the rest of the tries. Otherwise, we'll go and talk about a few players now. But to me, it was. Oh, it was just chaos after that. It was just, um, I don't know what I was watching, to be honest. Um, it was just, uh, but there seemed to be a bit of consistency in all the tries. There were there were big um, big lads going, uh, running hard straight lines up the front, um, usually breaking a couple of tackles and either making the try from there or getting off um, some kind of uh, just ridiculous offloads um, to to support players running great lines um, and it was just um, fantastic rugby um, all around and, and even the Blues uh, later in the game were you know, uh, you know uh, their three constellation tries or whatever it was um, you know just all great tries so I, I don't know I'm not sure what happened in this game I don't know if the 
defense of both sides just switched off for, for large portions of the game, but um, entertaining stuff. It wasn't so. I mean, the defending from the from the booze was was appalling. I mean, fifty six percent tackles, you deserve to lose. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, only making thirty four of of, of sixty one tackles is is appalling. Uh, the Sharks ninety eight tackles from one hundred and thirty two. So they have to do twice as many tackles, um, but they're up at seventy four percent. So uh, still not great tackling. You you want to be in in a sort of mid eighties is 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 kind of the level you should be at, but. But still, um, definitely better than the Blues, and also their discipline was much better, which was with with only six penalties all game um, to the Blues ten, of which, as you say, eighteen points. So that's what five of those were kicked um, through 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 the post. So giving up penalties in the wrong part of the pitch uh, as as well. And the trainer with that uh, pretty loose yellow card. Uh, what was it in about the 60, 65th or seventy uh, between sixty fifth and seventy seventieth minute? Um, you know, just. Yeah, that was the end of the game, really. Yeah, it was, and I, I, I put a tweet out at that, uh, yeah, on, on sixty-four minutes, saying, "Yep, yeah, that's basically the end, the game over." Um, and, and as we said on, on when we were texting backwards and forwards, so some of those big players you were talking about, uh, I want to call out, basically the back row of the, um, of the Sharks: Walt, nine carries for thirty-one meters; Dupria, ten carries for thirty-nine meters; Metubu, seven carries for thirty-four meters. Uh, three guys who got through a lot of work. Um, Getting over that gain line uh, and, and making those uh, make, making those meters hmm. and uh, urgency all game and didn't gas out. Um, so yeah, amazing. That's yeah, very big, very good point about not gassing out. I yeah, hadn't uh, really considered that, but yes, they did play managed to play all the way to the, for, to, to the end of the game. Um, whereas we look on the other side, I mean, Kano makes thirteen carries, but he only gets nineteen meters, um, hmm. which shows the, the, the big the big difference. Um, Akiri obviously ten carries for forty two meters. Tupelosu eight carries for forty-eight meters, but most of those meters were with from that try, which mm. was about was about thirty odd meters out. So, um, the uh, and to be fair, the, but there was definitely a big difference. I mean, Bosch was about the only person who really kind of broke free and loose frequently by the uh, by the sharks, um, because they were definitely a lot more a lot narrower than the um, uh, than the blues. We can tell that by the by the fact they made eighty passes. Um, for 95 runs, which I'm not quite sure how that exactly means. There's a lot of pick and goes. Whereas we compare that to the uh, to the Blues, where they made 173 passes for 141 runs. Um, mm. That you can see the 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 ball was going through the hands a lot more for the Blues, but it wasn't getting themselves actually any further um, up the pitch. Um, as the, as the run meters are pretty similar, both both over 500. So the um, they were more effective um, from that. Also defensively, and you're talking about these guys getting gassed, which just or not getting gassed, and this is kind of amazing because we're talking. This, I'm going to be talking about the same names again. Waltz, 17 tackles, missed one. Dupria, 14 tackles, missed three. Um, again, a, a, a big workload for those two, mm-hmm. both attacking and defending. Yeah, and some big tackles in there as well. There was one, I think, in the which I uh, which probably created, I think, the Sharks' first try, where tackle tackle and Blues player took him back about. Looked like about ten meters and led to their first try. Um, you know, not just big tackles that stopped the Blues, but actually changed the direction of the game um, completely. Yep, yeah, and that's this. this a, a lot of this actually was yeah, it was was gate was a gain line game. Some games were about sort of a, a territory and possession. Other games are sort of about kicking. This one was about when people when when either side was getting over the gain line, they were making big yards and going and and getting tries. When there were stops. Um, on the game line or behind the game line, then they both of them seem to mess up uh, and and turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Cool. Um, the next game is about to kick off. So uh, the Brumbies versus the Rosas. So any final points you want to? No, no, just an amazing game. Um, I don't know where the Blues go from here, but um, been saying that for so many years, it, it doesn't uh, doesn't change. Um, and I guess on this uh, holy season, um, you know, our our uh, praise to our Lord Bowden Barrett, praise Bodes, and um, have a good weekend, everybody. Thank you very much, David. And yeah, uh, to me, the, the where the Blues ha- should go from here, which is I think don't think they will because they're going to continue to try and play this fast and loose game, is they need to spend the next week just doing defence and making their tackles and making themselves hard to defeat because at the moment they're just too easy to score against. Um, and whilst they can score tries, they need to stop letting in so many points. Yeah, and uh, a big difference between the Sharks tonight and the Blues. Uh, you know, the Sharks, uh, terrible last week, um, didn't actually change their team makeup this much this week. Um, and look what they did. Uh, the Blues, terrible last week. Um, how many changes they had? Seven or eight. And uh, terrible this week. So um, stop uh, screwing around with the formula and just let it settle and try and get better. Yep. So thank you very much, sir, for joining me. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I'll be having you on uh, plenty more times as long as you want to come on. Um, I've been Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. Always don't forget already to chat your comments down below or at Driving Mall on Twitter. Yeah, um, don't forget to subscribe button down below and hit the old the bell as well if you want to get updates about every single uh, video, or you can hit my face there, um, and there's a box there on the recording uh, for my latest video. So enjoy whatever rugby you are watching.